Hello all, welcome to the Literacy Spire Cartoon Fan Podcast. This is episode 290, and today we'll be talking about the future of Cartoon Network after the end of Steven Universe. I'm GC13. And I'm David. So, we saw some very impressive ratings from Steven Universe Future. I don't think it would be very controversial at this point to say, after Future and the movie, that Steven Universe is a top ratings draw for the network. It seems that Cartoon Network, you know, at one point, I don't know. Steven Universe was a well-prioritized show, I think, throughout its life. I'm not sure what led to some of its long hiatuses, because for the moments that the episodes did air, they were usually really well-promoted, and of course, Steven Bombs were such a big thing across its life, and even the Summer of Steven was such a huge event in, what, 2017, 2018? There, There was always a lot of love from Cartoon Network, and I think the story, you know, completed twice, so it's gotten all the love it could it possibly get what did the movie get a, a million viewers over a million we'll just consult the handy dandy ratings spreadsheet here that was september right so so september. infinitely long ago one million five hundred seventy two thousand people and that's in the modern day of steven universe the next best average premieres on that month was 473,000 for OKKO. Okay, <laughs> OKKO okay, was premiering then, I forgot. That was the series finale too, so... Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, so Cartoon Network's trends, for those who haven't followed them, uh, has their, their numbers have trended in basically the half million mark or less for their absolute biggest shows. Yeah, if you top half a million on modern Cartoon Network, you're doing, you're doing huge. All of your ones that are doing well are going to be in the 400,000s. And the fact that Steven Universe Future's last 10 episodes were able to average over 600,000 tells you what a draw Steven Universe is for the network. People tune in and they tune in live. That's worth money to advertisers. Well, and the interesting thing is that Cartoon Network has been working, though, on this digital transition for quite some yes. time for streaming. And Steven Universe really was the show that I think through those Steven bombs prepared them for event television. And especially now we're, we're going to look at some of the shows following Steven Universe's wake. But um, with Steven Universe future, even I think their like idea of miniseries continues to be pushed. And similarly with Infinity Train, which we'll expect uh, another book maybe this year or next, that that's going to be sort of the way that they draw people online is by being able to dump those like chunks and even summer camp island has sort of been like event television and that it comes comes every summer and gives you a sort of literal summer camp vibe every time it comes around and i wonder with hbo max releasing well maybe in just a month and probably with the whole u.s quarantine situation it will be really big that that's going to push their service forward a lot more than it might have even releasing in May. And I'm interested to see what that means for, you know, they're not going to release numbers for it, but just how well shows like Adventure Time uh, returning are are received. And, you know, also if they're going to end up dumping these other shows on that service. Yeah, I think HBO Max is going to change the network's relationship big time. But yeah, the the three, three shows I'm watching for kind of Cartoon Network's up-and-coming guys are Summer Camp Island, 
Infinity Train, which is another pretty big draw, and Mau Mau, Heroes of Pure Heart, which I think has all the makings of a flagship. I really like Mau Mau's um, relationship, too, with... I, I don't know, I follow the creator uh, on Twitter, and when he posts about Cartoon Network Japan, I really enjoy seeing that. I don't, it reminds me of either some American video game studio that also gets excited. Oh, no! It's reminding me of, uh, what was his name? Techfur... Takfuru Hurry, the, the the guest animator on Steven Universe, who's also shown a lot of love. The studio Trigger guy? Yeah, yeah. I love relationships between, you know, anime, Japanese animation and, and American studios. So, yeah, Mau Mau kind of ha- has that going for it. Uh, and additionally, it's, well, it's just really cute and funny. Not not as lore-heavy as Steven Universe, but... It's it's probably the most different, though, from the other two, Infinity Train and Summer Camp Island, in that it has not been event-based or released in large chunks. I wonder what those types of shows look like. I think you can look at, uh, for a cue for how more traditional kids' animation works, I, I think looking at the Cartoon Network app and what they've done with that for the past few years is sort of, I think, their online strategy, right? That episodes just kind of sporadically appear and they hope that kids just like reruns and it's not as heavily focused on pushing one new one out a week for some set period of time have have you seen the same trend with their app i don't watch the app too too closely for me it's very difficult to get on there because i use sling and while episodes that are app exclusive will go up on sling's vod section they do not allow sling customers access to the app for some reason i'm certain sling isn't paying them enough for the privilege but that's always made me wonder how much money they actually make with the app how or i should say how much how many viewers they actually have on the app because you only get access to it if you already have a cable provider and they probably have a vod section for you yeah traditional cable subscribers are dwindling too so you know yeah kids with parents who have traditional cable subscriptions that's that that is still a large market but they are i i would be surprised if there isn't a cartoon network on demand streaming service announced soon i mean heck dc has one anybody can have a streaming service and you know it's either that or consolidating with hbo max but i think they're gonna want a sort of kid-friendly focused one unless they want to push for the value argument of saying hey parents with your hbo max subscription you get a a kids only view kind of like netflix I mean, uh, probably what they'll do is they'll try to go the bundling route and force you to buy the whole HBO Max (laughs) subscription, even if you only want a part of it. That's a very common business strategy. It's how cable packages work. Well, but for $15, I mean, you're going to get a ton of stuff in HBO Max. Yeah, but like, I'm I'm not, I'm just going to tell you right now, I'm not going to subscribe year round (laughs) to HBO Max for $15. Now, if they had Cartoon Network All Access for $8 a month, I'd be subscribed all year rather than maybe one month if you're lucky. So how much of my money do you want? Uh, But, you know, Barry's on, there's a few shows on HBO. (laughs) I could watch the final two seasons of Game of Thrones. That'll be great. (laughs) No, not, not worth checking out. You know, also, just came out, I haven't seen it yet, Thundercats Roar. Lots of people uh, are mad because they love the original property. I have seen pictures of it and just thought, oh, wow, that's like way more endearing than what Teen Titans Go did for its, you know, goofy adaptation. 
And, you know, as far as egregious things go, Teen Titans Go took something that took itself so much more seriously and was so much more beloved. I feel like with Thundercats, it was always sort of like with She-Ra. It's, a, it's always a campy show. campy, yeah, you know, older show. And I think this kind of adaptation, it looks so much more lovingly produced than Teen Titans Go, which just reminds me of like Illumination animation studios, minion type cheaply produced. I mean, I'm, you know, I'm sure the writers have fun on it, but still, you know, it's just, it has a reason to be hated. <laughs> and yeah. uh, I, I feel like I need to, to check out Thundercats Roar because it's, <laughs> these are the shows that exist right now. There's, there's not, um, I feel like I don't know which thing is their next biggest flagship though. You said Mau Mau, which I'm interested by. I kind of feel like they were attempting to see how Infinity Train would be received and it's been medium high. Yeah, the, the first book of Infinity Train was huge. The, the second still did well. I'm looking for my Mau Mau ratings right now. Yeah, it, the second the second season of Infinity Train averaged in the 400,000s. So, let's see here. Total Drama Rama beat it, and Ninjago beat it, <laughs> and Apple and Onion barely beat it, but, like, it crushed Power Players, it beat Ben 10, so it it's doing okay. But, like, Apple and Onion beat it? <laughs> I don't know. I haven't seen an episode of Apple and Onion. Apple and Onion had a really strong month back. It's not been doing so great since then. But yeah, Mau Mau's right in there too. I, I think Mau Mau is definitely more appealing to a kid's audience than Infinity Train because Infinity Train doesn't stay focused on a single character. And that just makes it harder, I think, for kids to consume. I think I had seen a um, either tweet or short interview with the Infinity Train creator about that sort of risk with the show when he had to pitch it to Cartoon Network because that's like a big thing for a network to say yeah we'll let you produce 10 episode seasons that are not entirely related like normally you need a a, a strong lead character that keeps kids interested now I guess Infinity Train sort of cheated because it's they look the same <laughs> the main characters sort of look the same <laughs> not at the all they have the same shape but you mentioned before about how Mau Mau was different in that it was the more episodic of the three that I named. And I'm kind of hoping that any transition to HBO Max that the network undergoes, I'm hoping that they keep the episodic style shows. Because, like, I like She-Ra. She-Ra's fun and everything. But I kind of miss the old, disconnected, episodic kind of stuff, like, like you would get in season one. Yeah of Steven Universe, or during the Summer of Steven, even. Everyone's, like, all story arcs all the time, and, like, come on, give me give me some of those episodes. There's a way to do it, though. Like, I've been, I've just been slowly, continually watching. It's, it's a big show. Hey, Arnold. I think I'm in season two right now. And, like, that kind of show where the connectivity, I mean, and again, it has so many parallels to the more modern show, Craig of the Creek, which we also haven't mentioned yet as far as Cartoon Network properties, but, but that kind of show where you continue to build this repertoire of characters and, and they actually have these developing features over time that aren't connected by big story arcs, but just by their slice-of-life experiences. And, and and then also there's they continue to have depth because, you know, either little backstories happen or moments happen, or in the case of Hey Arnold, like the character Helga is just so interestingly developed over the course of that show 
with her, you know, not quite traumas, not quite like Steven level traumas, but, you know, her own rough household life and her just strong difference from everyone around her. There's just something really pleasing about watching a show like that. And I think Mau Mau achieves a similar effect where it focuses a lot on us developing an understanding of these characters and you have, you know, Mau Mau's ongoing daddy issues and stuff, but they're not, it's not supposed to be some big epic what's lurking in the background quest. And it doesn't follow the more traditional models of shows like Avatar or She-Ra. Although I really, really, really love that type of television too. I'm I'm glad you brought up Crick at the Creek though. It, it kind of slipped my mind because they haven't really aired a whole lot. It is getting new episodes this month, so uh, we'll we'll see how it's doing. It's now. Uh, it was doing it was doing very well before. So again, that's that's another one that's a flagship contender as long as Cartoon Network continues to believe in it. Yeah, and and they should. And I we don't know exactly how well these shows are doing outside of the you know the really traditional nelson ratings that we get and i don't know you know netflix set the precedent before all these other streaming services came in of just not announcing their ratings <laughs> and you know that's obviously been advantageous for them and i you know i don't know why it kind of makes me wonder why the public ever got those numbers in the first place like i don't know what benefit that ever brought to the companies because obviously the secrecy helps mask like that Every company would rather mask their failures than show successes, right? Like, even companies like Apple have stopped sharing their unit sales for hardware and stuff. But it it is weird because then, you know, you have to be like a social scientist and say, is my show that I love going to be alive? Let me, you know, look at the Google Trends charts. Let me look at, you know, Twitter volume. does Does the hashtag trend during the episode airings, you know? Uh, based on the ratings, I don't think I don't think Thundercats Roar is it. Craig of the Creek, yes. Mau Mau, yes. Infinity Train, yes. And you know, I'm all in on Summer Camp Island. I hope I hope Cartoon Network is too. Is the Powerpuff Girls still airing new episodes? I'm looking at the list of original hey. programming for Cartoon Network, and I'm like, that's not still a thing, right? I don't I don't think so. It was it was like. You know, it's one of their goified series, and those don't tend to do well, except for Teen Titans Go. <sighs> Teen Titans freaking go. And you know, is that really their, like, Nickelodeon-type Spongebob flagship, where we don't want to call it a flagship, but it's basically, you know, the majority of oh, their yeah, programming? It's, it's like 37, 38% of the network, so... Oh my gosh, it's the same thing as freaking Spongebob. I mean, that show... Is Nickel has been Nickelodeon for such a long time now? It's embarrassing. Yeah, I wonder how much longer Teen Titans Go has in the that that show's really been like a YouTube type show in the way that they release so many clips for it. So I feel like its digital transition has already happened. It just creates brand cachet for Cartoon yeah. Network. I mean, Teen Titans Go is like a SpongeBob. You can just keep it going forever, and you can hand it off to whoever. It'll just keep going. <laughs> I don't think we're going to see the end of Teen Titans Go anytime soon. <laughs> Who would win, Teen Titans Go or the heat death of the universe and the gems? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't think the Titans are going to hold hands with each other, so I'm going to have to give that one to the gems. I do wonder if the Summer Camp Island, if they're going to try to make that a Max exclusive, or if they're going to air it on, I hope they air it on Cartoon Network normally, of course. The more places we can see our stuff, the better, right? Absolutely. I do also wonder 
you know, Nickelodeon has had already experimented with bringing back some of their older than a decade franchises on Netflix. And there's still plans for that. There's plans for Rugrats. There's possibly plans for other series. (laughs) We have heard nothing like that from Cartoon Network other than obviously Adventure Time, which is really huge. But I do wonder if they bring, like we said, their own Cartoon Network on-demand service or if that gets integrated in HBO Max, if that creates interest in finishing off some of their, you know, forgotten shows like, well, not forgotten, but like, uh, is it Symbiotic Titan that never got uh, Symbionic Symbionic Titan that never got finished off? I've never seen that series. Some series when I know that they don't have an ending. (laughs) I, uh, I mean, they have a it's 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 like we discussed in the She-Ra seasons two and three uh, video that will be up at some point. They end it on a right off into the sunset moment, even though there's a lot that hasn't been resolved. So it at least feels kind of satisfying. Versus like the Teen Titans ending. <laughs> Where you're like, I have so many questions still. Now, there was that one survey Cartoon Network was passing around ah, asking yeah. you about what older properties you knew about. And, you know, I can't help but notice that Codename Kids Next Door was on oh, that list. That now, is such a big uh, thing. That that news that had been or those rumors that have been circulating for so long. I mean an entire concept was developed for oh, Kids yeah. Next Door in Space. That was a huge event, the reveal of the Galactic Kids Next Door, and then we were all so sad when Cartoon Network didn't pick it up. Now, would HBO Max be interested? I don't know, but uh I really hope they are. I should also say that while a third book of Infinity Train has not been officially announced, like, come on, it's Infinity Train, right? Oh, I mean, that series is definitely not over. And if it had been, it would have been more of a, like, little online event, you know? I mean, the creator would have said, hope you guys enjoyed that. Yeah, why would Owen Dennis be running around asking about, hey, if you have people interested in licensing this for merch, you know, let, let Cartoon Network know. You usually wouldn't do that unless you had stuff in the pipeline, because it takes a long time to license and manufacture merchandise. Yeah. And who's going to want to manufacture and sell merchandise for a dead show? It doesn't make any sense. Is Summer Camp Island even officially announced for this year? I don't know why Cartoon Network insists on keeping us in the dark, but that's another one where, like, they'd be crazy not to have a third (laughs) season. No, it it will be, they will have a second season, because the first 40 episodes are all a single season so yes there will be more oh right yeah and we we've seen a teaser for it yeah 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 oh yes i remember the the what are they called the blankets the... <laughs> wait what i have not gotten to the second half of season one what's happening to the blankets that are alive is no, there no nothing happens to the blankets there's just a scene where a character is forcing his subjects to buy something that oscar and hedgehog are selling so yes, I, I did see the the teaser for the actual second season. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm just that that was the part that intrigued me the most. Like, how is this going to go completely, completely wrong? <laughs> as it always does in cartoons. So they have my interest. So we do know that Summer Camp Island is coming back. We have very strong feelings that Infinity Train is coming back. And Mamow and Craig of the Creek both have more episodes. And Steven Universe is never coming back. My heart. (laughs) (sighs) I mean, the the ground is cleared for a Beach City Adventures series. That doesn't need a heavy hitter like Rebecca Sugar at the helm. She can 
she can nominate someone she trusts to shepherd that series, and she runs off and does whatever she needs to do. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Yeah, and there's always a future for Sugar doing other things on Cartoon Network. So I hope that the experience at Cartoon Network was good enough that they keep her around and maybe they'll produce some more kid shows. So yeah, the the big dog, the the ratings receiver is gone from Cartoon Network for now at least crossing our fingers. But there are several good shows that you know can pick up some of the slack in the near term, but of course Cartoon Network can always develop more properties in the future. So, future's looking okay. Until next week though, I'm GC13 and I'm David. Don't forget to uh, you know, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or Anywhere else that you can. Later, everybody. Our opening and closing music is by Mark Soto. For more cartoon-related content, please visit LunarCeasefire.com.